0: Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Morning everybody. Hey, Linda Phils here on another Monday morning. I hope you've got your coffee close by or your hot tea or your water because we've got something really encouraging for you this morning that's gonna help you get your week. You know, it's a hot topic lately as to how to make your plans come back alive. You know, many of us feel that plans are have, have taken a big hit with all the events of the last 12, 13 months. And so rather than go over all the reasons why that might be true, I have a different subject for you today. And I want to talk to you about how to reboot your dreams. You see, your dreams are still there. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Go ahead and get something to take a few notes with. Make sure you've got a nice, fresh, of hot Joe here, and uh, I would have your Bible. Open it up to Exodus 3 because we're going to look at some incredible lessons for you out of the story of Moses. I want to start off today uh, just with a little prayer. So uh, whether you're watching this live or where you hop on later, whenever you hear the sound of my voice, go ahead and open your hands up like this as though you expect to receive something from God this morning and bow with me as we pray. God, this morning, we invite you into our dreams and our lives afresh. We want to reboot with you, with your our plans, your original plans for what you have called us to do. We realize in the word you tell us, you've established good works for us a long time ago. And now it's our pleasure and joy and responsibility to walk in these plans and walk them out. They're not canceled. They're not gone. Uh, they're not obliterated. They're not deleted. Maybe they, maybe we feel they've been delayed. Maybe they've for sure been challenged. But today we're going to reboot our dreams in the power of God. In Jesus' name and all God's men and women in the marketplace said, Amen. Have a drink of coffee and we're going to jump right in. Get your Bibles open to Exodus 3. One of the things I love to do when I am refreshing my dreams and reviewing my plans, is to go back to what God said in the first place. What He said to me, what He might have said to others about me, what He said in the Bible to leaders that made an incredible difference in their time. As you know, one of my favorite uh, heroes of the in the Bible to draw upon is the story of Joseph. And we have our podcast series going right now on an incredible set of teachings from one of our last conferences about the life of Joseph and how he weathered everything he went to and went through. Things unimaginable, betrayal by loved ones. Maybe you can relate right now if you've been betrayed by a loved one. Uh, He went through being cast into slavery, literally being dropped down into a pit, Uh, having stories told about him as though he was dead. I mean, people were trying to wipe him out. And a lot of people in our culture today are feeling like they're trying to be wiped out, shush, silenced, put down, put back in the corner. And uh, I love the examples that come from the story of Joseph. And uh, if you want to get on that series, just a little hint, go to my Charisma podcast and start with last week's download. And uh, there'll be a series of three, another one will come out this Wednesday, and yet the third, the following week, where you can really dive in with your Bible and your notes and your journal and your prayer time, seeing what God has to say to you from the life of Joseph. That's an incredible, incredible story. Now in Exodus, switching over, turning the page, Exodus, we read in the beginning that the king that was there did not remember Joseph. I I read that, and I'm like, how can this be? How can you not know what this man did in your land? How is it possible you don't remember Joseph, but it's the case. It's what happened. And sometimes, uh, I'm going to make little parallels here as we go through. Sometimes you feel like, does anyone even remember me? Does anyone even remember the call on my life or what God allowed me to do last week, last year, uh, last decade? And I want to tell you, don't worry about it. If kings forget your name and the people that you serve don't even remember you anymore, won't take your call, um, don't worry about it. God's got everything recorded in his book, and he treasures your story. So for point one today, I want you to write down, God treasures my story. Write this in personal language about yourself. God treasures my story. You see, he wrote it, and he invited you into it. And so even though that happened, we're going to watch how God works and yet the life of another hero, and we're going to talk today about Moses. Are you ready? Okay, Moses, uh, you know the story, or if not, go to Exodus 3 in a Bible and just start reading from the beginning, had an incredible beginning of his life and that his birth mother knew he was destined for greatness got him out of harm's way because there was a command for all the baby boys to be killed. She puts him in a little basket, puts him in the river, only to be rescued by the Pharaoh's wife herself and brought up right in the house of the one who had ordered all the babies to be killed. Is that not God's way? I mean, when you are on mission with the Lord, there's absolutely nothing that can take you out. Nothing can take you outside of God's protection And plan for you. So trust him that he's got you. Trust him that he remembers your story and has your name. So, point number two trust God no matter what. Trust God. He is trustworthy. All right. So, I'm going to give you several little bullet points like that. We've given you two, and they're going to pop up throughout this teaching. All right. We're going to go quickly now to the life of Moses. As he is raised in the palace and figures out who he really is, He becomes very concerned for his people because now they've been made slaves. And he's looking around him and there they are in bondage and it grieves his spirit. Ready for point three? What am I giving you? I'm giving you points to help you reboot your own dreams. This will apply to you, I promise. Point three, look at the people around you that grieve you because of their condition. You want to help them. You know it shouldn't be this way. They're living beneath their privilege. They are uh they've been enslaved to a mindset or enslaved to a particular uh this or that it's different for each one of you i know people in the education industry who have passion to help people soar with their reading and their retention of all ages they see somebody that's struggling to read it grieves them well what grieves you as a business person you may be grieved when you see a homeless person you're like Oh, I could help them start up a little business. You know, I could help them. They don't have to live this way. So, what is it with you that grieves you? I hate to see anybody living beneath their privilege. It sets me on fire because I want to bring them right in and hand them materials and training to get them on their feet. So, what is it that grieves you? For Moses, it grieved him to see his birth people enslaved. And there's something on the, on the, on that track for you to consider right now, the Lord's probably just bringing it up to your mind. I hate it when I see X, Y, Z. Just finish that sentence quickly. I, it grieves me when I see this, that, and the other. Okay, so just jot down a bullet point there. You'll know what it means to you. These notes for your eyes and your development. All right, let's press on. So Moses was going to rescue the situation, and he fires right in, and his anger takes over, and he kills an Egyptian that was mistreating a slave. What did he do? He acted rashly. He acted out of emotion, and he rushed in to provide a solution before he really had his plan or his heart in place. So this is your next bullet point. Don't rush in. So you have your plan and your heart in place intact. What do I mean by your plan in place, your heart in place? For every calling on you as a leader in your area of influence, um, there's time required on the backside of the desert where you go deep with God and say, "God, what does this mean? How have you, have you how have you gifted me to make a difference in this arena? What is it your Uh, leading me to search out and understand what's the plan? How should we go about this? What are you doing? You're seeking wisdom and insight. Write that one down. Seek wisdom and insight. God has it for you in your situation. And there's a way to go rightly about what you want to do. So another bullet point, seek wisdom and insight. Ask God for the plan. Ask him, how should I go about it? How should I prepare? When should I move out? And I promise you, God has direction for you. All right, we're going to keep moving. I'm going kind of fast today, but you can replay this and review your notes. And I'd encourage you to do that again uh, this evening because God is really resting on this right now. All right, you ready for what's next? Now, Moses feels like he's really blown it. He has killed a man. And he is beside himself. The word's getting out. And what does he do? He retreats into fear so write this down God has not given me a spirit of fear but of love and power and a sound mind you ever feel like in all the hubbub you're just about to lose your wits don't give into that that's fear that's intimidation that's straight from the enemy's camp and rather than acting rashly or in fear we need to know how to still ourselves and quiet ourselves and go into the Holy of Holies and ask God for plans and dreams and ways to move out in accordance with his will. So this is a key point for you. Now, in Moses' case, he did act rashly. He did kill a man, and he ends up going on the run. So by now, I can just imagine Moses' thoughts out as he is just trying to make a way for himself out in the fields, out in the pasture. And I can just hear Moses saying, God, I really blew that. You can never use me again. God, I'm so sorry I took things into my own hands. God, what can you do with a a murderer like me? My future's over. I blew my calling. It's toast. It's over. Have you been there? Are you there right now? Are you in a place where you're like, I had a great plan before COVID. I had a great plan that was just gaining momentum in 2020. Now in 2021, I'm all over the place. I'm wandering around the desert like Moses did or out in the pasture just going, have I blown it so bad that it is all over? And I have some really good news for you. God can reboot your dreams right now, wherever you are, whatever you've done, whatever has happened. And use it for your good, the good of those you serve, and his glory. Now write this down. My dream is for my good, the good of those I serve, and God's glory. It's got to be all three. And it will be when it's pure from the heart of God. My dream is for my good, the good of those I serve, and God's glory. It's all three. It's a one, two, three. And that's an incredible combination you can't beat when you solidify your plans and your dreams around those three pillars. So what happened next, I absolutely love. I don't care how many times I read this story, it just puts me on tilt. But Moses is out doing his thing, having sorted through these thoughts many times over in the night as the night grew quiet and as he maybe had a campfire and tended some sheep or did whatever he was doing to get along. And as he's as he's going, that's important, as he's going about his day. Boy, that is so good. That teaching is so good, and so is that coffee. Mm. As he's going about his day. Okay, write this down. Watch for God to speak. As I go about my day, watch for God to speak. As I go about my day, the Lord loves to work like this. In fact, it's the most dramatic way I've seen God work my whole life. As I'm going about my business, I hear the still small voice. Now for Moses, what happened next was not a still small voice. It was a raging burning bush on fire, flaming up, reaching through the sky, through the night sky. A raging fire. I think it was night. It is in my imagination. It may not be in the Word. You check it out. Exodus 3. But here's the key point. Moses decided, he made a decision to turn aside and see what this burning bush was. What this great thing was. All right. Teaching moment. When you feel the attention of the Lord on your life and plans as you pray these things out and meditate and go about your work, when you feel that invitation that the Lord says, Come over here, come aside, look at this, let me talk to you, I have something for you. You have a choice. And at this fork in the road, when you turn aside to see, I'm telling you, you are in for a greater revelation about God's dreams and plans over your life than at any other type of moment. Now He'll speak to you on the way anytime, but I'm talking for the big downloads. It it's t- it requires your response. Moses turned aside; it means he turned away from what he was doing. He turned off the path he was on. He diverted his his um, steps to instead of go right, go left and see the burning bush. So he deliberately turned aside. I want to ask you right now to go ahead and uh, jot this down as one of your bullet points. Get a, a day, just get a day on your calendar where you clear your appointments and you say, today I'm going with the Lord. I'm going to search this thing out. And as he speaks to me between now and then, I'll take notes, but I'm going to set aside time to look into the burning bush and see what God has to say. Now, the things that happened next were absolutely amazing. And they changed the trajectory of Moses' life and totally rebooted his dreams. When God saw, I love this, write that down, when God saw. What does that mean? God was watching for a response. Do you see that? When God saw that Moses turned aside to look in the burning bush, God called his name. And he began to speak and give him instructions. So the turning aside is necessary for the man or the woman of God who's on a mission in your marketplace, your sphere of influence. And you want to have the God effect, the God plan, the God insight. And I'm telling you, it's going to take that right now. Nothing less will do. And when you turn aside, you'll find your feet on holy ground. You'll want to kneel and pray. You'll want to worship. You'll want a fresh journal for this one, baby. (laughs) And take the word of the Lord over your dreams and get that fresh reboot and recharge so that you can come back stronger than you ever dreamed possible. Beloved, I am so excited for you. I hope that you will listen to this message. In fact, we'll be. Transcribing it and writing an an article about this because I feel such the weight of the Lord on it right now That this is the path so many of you are searching for it's a hot topic. How do I reboot? How do I get my plans on track everything seems to be delayed or blocked or Obliterated and I just want to tell you nothing could be further from the truth So I'm going to pray for you and uh, I challenge you to go over your notes listen to this again take some action steps and email me your big aha moment or post it on my LinkedIn page at Linda where under Linda fields. And there's a discussion starter there uh, with this very topic uh, waiting for your input. I want to hear what God's saying to you. All right, my beloved, put your hands out. Let's seal this up. God, today you have met with us. You have spoken to us out of your word and out of the pages of history And God, we celebrate the fact that Joseph hung on to his dreams no matter what befell him. And we love that Moses thought it was impossible even after blowing it. And yet you showed up in a raging pillar of fire. And I ask that you do that for my friends, Lord, my brothers and sisters, walking it out in the faith. Even today, even this week, that they would receive fresh downloads and fresh recharges, total reboot on the plans and dreams you have. For Father, we are not canceled, we are rebooted. And it's in Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. Bless you, see you next Monday. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org/ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life Today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org/ppyl.